0: We continue to keep watch on what's happening at the border and continue to see the issues at the border. Border Patrol actually getting a chance to speak to the press saying, um, yeah, it's bad. So let me give you the capacity. The capacity for this location for COVID purposes is 250. previous to covid the total capacity was a thousand but i'm holding like i said you know we're holding over 4100 subjects in this location alone so you do the math we're way over capacity we're like 700 percent over capacity 250 with covid a thousand without covid and they're at 4100 tony katz 93 wibc good morning Congresswoman Victoria Sparks joins us right now. She represents the 5th District of Indiana. We're talking about parts of Indianapolis, Carmel, and Zionsville, heading all the way north into uh, uh, oh, past Cicero, I, I, I do uh, believe. Uh, now, you were just at the border, Representative. You were just there, returned from a visit. What is it that you saw?
1: Well, thank you for having me, Tony. So my district goes all the way to Grant County, including Marion, Indiana. But I'll tell you, you know, we have a humanitarian crisis at that border, and it's unfortunate that our president is not dealing with the situation. And I actually went with my Democrat colleagues because I was hoping to see that we can have some serious conversation on the border. But it's awful. Honestly, it's inhumane what's happening on that border.
0: When you say uh, inhumane, what's happening on the border, can you talk about specifics of what you saw? Did you see children or did you see adults? And, and when we talk about living conditions, what is it specifically that you witnessed?
1: Well, you know, what we did there, we actually create perverse incentives for people to cross the border illegally. Because we're doing, you know, there is no legal process, you know, to apply for asylum the only way you can apply if you cross the border illegally. On top of it, what we are doing, we're saying, well, if you have uh, a minor, we're not going to send minor back. So unaccompanied minors are going to stay in the country. Uh, The families, first 100 families that we catch crossing the border illegally, we're going to send to Mexico. But if you're 101st family, we're actually going to let you apply and stay in the country. So what it does, a lot of these families send their children, and some of them in diapers, some children, six, eight year old, you know, to cross the border. And it's a pretty dangerous border illegally because they know that the children are going to be stayed. The overwhelmed Border Patrol, we had one facility over 1,000 kids. And Border Patrol is changing diapers instead of, you know, securing the border.
0: Now, so I, I, I want to I ask you, Representative, I, right, I've heard terminology like that. I want to know if that's legitimate. Are Border Patrol agents changing diapers?
1: Well, I mean, literally, they are. There is no one else there. Who else is going to be changing diapers, you know, unless they have brothers, sisters sister there to help? You know, they don't. On the, the facility with over 1,000 children, there is one person from Health and Human Services, The rest are border patrol agents, highly paid, highly trained individuals that actually need to secure the border because we have terrorists coming, we have criminals coming, criminal activity increased six times in the last month, six times. So it's a big problem, and cartels is making a lot of money in an unfortunate situation in Central America. It's just sad
0: talking to Congresswoman Victoria Sparts of the 5th District of Indiana. As you describe in a, in a press release that is on uh, your, your site, drugs, weapons, and other contraband are pouring across the border while Border Patrol agents are overwhelmed by the flood of migrants, diverting them from performing their core duties. What is Congress's role here? What would you like to see Speaker Pelosi doing? Have you discussed it with her, and what has been the reaction?
1: Well, unfortunately, Speaker Pelosi is not speaking to any Republicans right now. You know, it's kind of, you know, all my Democrats were running on this bipartisanship, you know, but I don't see it at all. So that is why I try to go out of my way to try to out because it's a truly crisis for our country. And we have to deal with that. You know, unfortunately, the President is not dealing with situations. Supposedly, he's going to have his first discussion, bipartisan discussion, today. So we'll see what he's planning to do. But he needs to send his agency and see what's happening on the ground. They're not there. You know, and Speaker needs to exercise leadership. They're playing politics with people's lives. I mean, but what is what is, is
0: the leadership? Uh, let's say it's Victoria Spartz, Speaker of the House. What is what is the policy or what are the changes that need to be made as you see it in order to make this border better?
1: Well, I think, first of all, when we're talking about we need to improve legal infrastructure and legal immigration because we create perverse incentive our legal immigration is broken, we create perverse incentive for illegal immigration. So if the people in Central America, you know, have a legitimate reason to apply for asylum, We need to have a way for them to apply in their country, country, neighboring country, but a way to apply it legally. They shouldn't be forced to cross the border illegally to apply for asylum. Then how you deal with the situation? Unfortunately, you cannot have open border and welfare state. Unfortunately, you cannot move the whole Central America here. And these people are desperate, so we need to deal with the situation in Central America. But I think we create now a system where we say, okay, if you are crossing the border illegally, you know, and especially in accompanied minors, we'll let you stay. And a lot of these parents, you know, when they say, well, you know, this, you know a lot of these kids have parents here, it's actually not true. I talked to a number of them and I ask them, who sent you here? And they say, my father, my parents sent us here, you know, and this is six and eight year old kids by themselves hoping then they can cross border later illegally so they can apply. So I think it's just a very perverse incentive. And then secondly we have like old bridges, all old- Security on this legal crossing, and you know, all in controlled by cartels from other side. They keep watching us, and you can see them when you go to the border. And we're not investing in the legal infrastructure. And then talking about the system that we have better work visa system, visitor visa system, and look at an immigration system that better benefits our country. We have backlogs, crazy backlogs everywhere with legal immigration systems, So we're forcing people to come illegally, and some people are bad coming through
0: that border now you make the distinction that i think is very valuable and the one that uh, politically the political left desperately tries to 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 mix and 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 create a smear on discussion discussing the conversation between legal immigration and illegal immigration your desire to fix the issue with illegal immigration is to create a better system for legal immigration i'm hearing you correctly
1: Yes, we have to, because right now we create this system where legal immigration is so difficult and really has a lot of distortion what kind of immigration we have. So generally, the easiest way is to risk your life and cross the border illegally, which is really unhealthy. But another thing what president needs to do, just think about it. Our border patrols are overwhelmed. We have to test these kids coming there, and it's thousands. I, I, while I'm standing there, the buses are coming. You know, they have no ability to test them for the for the coronavirus, and they all come from countries where there is a pandemic going on. You know, they have no ability to deal with processing. They only have to be there for 72 hours by law. They have no ability and capacity. You know, to process it, and we—it's a highly paid people. He needs to send other agencies to deal with situations that he created. And president is not one person for over thousand children from his from health and human services in a large facility. How could the border patrol handle it? And they need to control the border and protect us from bad people.